Hey everyone, Jen Amos here. I'm really excited to get into the season finale of Holding Down the Fort for season four. That's right, episode 99 is our last episode for season four, and we will be going on a short hiatus, hopefully not too long, depending on our schedule's work, Jenny Lynn and I. But in the meantime, I want to officially welcome all of you to the month of the military child. And so April is that month, and every year we join our country in celebrating the resiliency of military-connected children for their tremendous service and sacrifice at home in the U.S. and overseas. As you know, the show is primarily focused on our military spouses, but of course, having been a military child myself for the first 10 years of my life and coming back to the community as a Gold Star daughter 20 plus years later, it's very, very important for me to be able to recognize our military children of today's generation. And I mention all of this because it's taken me a really long time to truly embrace that my personal experience as a military child and now Gold Star Daughter matters. In fact, it's played such a vital role in the work I do today with my husband at US Vet Wealth and also, of course, your founder, producer, and co-host of our award-winning show, Holding Down the Fort. My story, my siblings' stories, yes, fun fact, I have two siblings, I'm a middle child, (laughs) shout out to middle children, You are enough. (laughs) Of course, my mom's story and can't forget my father who had served 18 years before we had lost him, before we had lost him. Our stories are not forgotten. And it's truly an honor to carry on his legacy by showing up for our military families today. I mention all of this because for this coming Saturday, April 10th, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time, I have the honor of doing the opening remarks and being the keynote speaker for Blue Star Families of Dayton Virtual Empowering Hashtag Kids Resource Fair for Military Connected Parents in partnership with the American Red Cross of Central and Southern Ohio. I want to give a personal shout out to Dr. Jerry Lynn Maples, who actually was a guest on our show back in episode 56 some time ago, late November of 2020. She had personally invited me to be the keynote speaker for this event. So Jerry, thank you. Thank you so much for reaching out to me and giving me this opportunity. So once again, I encourage you all to celebrate the month of the military child with me on April 10th, which is this coming Saturday. I will be doing the opening remarks and keynote at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And this will be live streamed on the Blue Star Families of Dayton Facebook page. So you can learn more about this event by visiting bluestarfam.org. Once again, that's bluestarfam.org and checking out the events section where you will learn more about this event or of course, visit the Facebook page of Blue Star Families of Dayton. So once again, it is my absolute honor to you know, kick off the month of the military child by being able to speak at this event and honor our military children of today's generation. And I hope you will join me. (laughs) All right. With that being said, I hope that you enjoy our season finale, episode 99 for season four of Holding Down the Fort podcast. And hey, remember, take care of yourself. If you need a friend, Jenny Lynn and I are here for you. Check out our show notes and see how you can get a hold of us. 
At the time of this recording, I am sort of taking a break from social media, but I am very active via email. So feel free to contact me that way if you need to get a hold of me. But yeah, other than that, thank you all so much and enjoy this final episode. And we look forward to seeing you in season five. Take care. Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, an award-winning podcast show dedicated to curating knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for today's military spouses so they can continue to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and your host for Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Let's get started. Welcome to the season finale, season four of the award-winning podcast show, Holding Down the Fort. I am your co-host, Jen Amos, also Gold Star daughter and veteran spouse. And as always, throughout this entire season, I have my co-host with me, Jenny Lynch Troop, who is a active duty military spouse of 12 years, mom of two, mental health advocate. Jenny Lynn, welcome to the last episode of season four of Holding Down the Fort. Thanks. I'm happy to be here and also a little sad. I don't know that I want season four to end. (laughs) Like so fun. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because I remember just our initial conversations of you wanting to be on the show. I remember like, I literally just said to you, like, just show up and add to the conversation. So tell us a little bit about that time to what holding down the fort has meant to you and what it means for you today. Oh man. So I still really just show up and enjoy the conversation. (laughs) That's still my role on the team. Aside from the good idea fairy that happens between the hours of midnight and 5am, find a sticky note to write ideas down. Now I've just thoroughly enjoyed my time with you and our guest and just really getting to have good conversation. I love people like period. And relationship is very important to me. And through this show, you know, I've met people that I have then been able to be in relationship with outside of the show. You know, some of them I work with now through work and others, we've just stayed in touch socially. And I mean, it has just made my life so much richer in a time where I'm still in California and (laughs) we're still not going out all that much because we've just now dropped down into red tier something. Really? Are you serious? Oh my goodness. So, I mean, we are like still, we are more open than we have been in a really long time, but we're still not as open as some places. So, I mean, in a lot of ways, podcasts has provided a good way to meet people and to learn about other people and to, you know, at least at the very least start a conversation that may lead to more conversations. Yeah. I'm so glad that you feel that way and you have experienced that because, you know, part of why collectively at the time of this recording, I've probably done like 400 plus like interviews collectively, like throughout all my podcast shows and I continue to do it and I'm not tired of it. I mean, of course I'll have this anxiety of like, Oh, I got to like have a whole day of meetings, but like when I'm in it, it's so like therapeutic. It's like, well, first of all, it's so nice that people are willing to you know, spend that time to have a conversation with you. And that I always feel like I get like some golden nuggets out of it, or I get some inspiration, or I get like a piece of hope of like, oh, okay, I'm not the only one stuck in this pandemic. I'm not the only one that had to, you know, A, B, or C. And 
it's been really refreshing and humanizing in a way and reassuring to know that like we're all in this together. And I mentioned this in a past newsletter, just how like how divided I feel like America has been in the recent weeks, if not months, if not almost a year. But I feel so lucky to live in sort of this podcasting bubble mm-hmm. <laughs> of people who are still trying to be the change that they want to see and and focus on, you know, um, collaboration and connection and, you know, just wanting to help each other out. Like, it's just, it's just so nice that despite everything that feels like is going on outside of these four walls, that like, there are still a lot of good people trying to make a difference despite, or maybe because of all the craziness that's going on. And I love it. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the word community again, popped in my head, like while you were talking. And for me, that's what this has been. And that's what I continue to hope that it will stay. Like it's been a space for me of, yeah, finding more community in a world that does seem increasingly divided. You know, it has brought a lot of people that I would not have normally met mostly because none of us are in the same time zone. Not even (laughs) you and I at the time of this recording, you know, so this has been really fun for me. And it's something that is the highlight of my week. And on your week off at the end of the month, I get really sad because there's no podcasts like on my calendar to take part in. So this is something I very much look forward to. Oh, I love it. And so, you know, just for our listeners, just so you know, Jenny Lynn and I typically do recordings on like Tuesdays and Thursdays, except for the one Thursday that you have your meeting. And then at the last week, I usually take it off because since the start of the new year, I've decided to just take the last week off entirely and just try to get off Zoom as much as possible and, you know, unplug and all that good stuff. That's kind of the New Year's resolution I've made for myself. And I'm still not good at taking a break, Jenny Lynn. Like this is like my third month that I'm going to be attempting to do this so far. And <laughs> last month, like the end of February, I was like, despite having no meetings, I was like crazy busy still. Like I still found something to do or like, oh, well, I'm free. Let's schedule something, you know? And I think because like, I don't want to sit still, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I think I don't mm-hmm. want to like, rest in a way, because I just don't know what the future is going to bring right now with all the everything going on in the world. It's like, I think I have found purpose in, you know, being a part of these conversations, you know, so much that like when I'm not on them, you know, I question everything. (laughs) I'm like, what am I doing with my life? You know, but when I get back into these conversations and the more like when I feel connected or I feel like I can relate to a guest that's been on our show, I'm just like, like, this is why I do what I do. You know, like, even if it's hard for me sometimes to get out of bed, it's like when I'm in it, like when I'm in the zone of interviewing and having these conversations, it's like, man, like, I'm so glad that I have something that's going to pull me out of my bed because there's a book I always talk often about called the upward spiral by Alex Korb. And there's a chapter in there where he talks about one of the best ways of working through depression is being in community. And so, you know, the fact that I have this on the calendar, the fact that you're excited for these interviews, Jenny Lynn makes me be like, Oh my God, I have to do this. Like, it was so funny. Cause one of the recent interviews that we just did today at the time of this recording, I was like, I was a little iffy. I was like, you know, I've had a rough start to the week. Maybe I don't want to do it. So like, I sort of ran it by you, like hoping you'd say no, but you said yes. And I was like, well, she's, <laughs> (laughs) says, yes, I should do it. And Hey, it turned out really well, right? Like it was very fruitful. Like we, we probably would have gone over hadn't I had another meeting to go to, but I so needed it. And I'm so glad that, you know, in a time right now with so much like isolation and division, especially division or what feels like division, as you mentioned, it's like, it's so nice that like I've set myself up for success to Mm -hmm. not 
like isolate myself to be like, oh, I have to show up for that. Or like, oh, you know, Jenny Lynn is counting on me, (laughs) you know, to do this. And she looks forward to these. So like, I really have to show up now. And I also especially have had felt it when our show became an award-winning show, thanks to the Rosie Network, where like, it's interesting because when that happens, the show was only at like season two. And I think I had only published like 55 episodes at that time. And I wasn't sure the direction of where I was going to go with the show. I was kind of like, oh, do I just go on hiatus? Do I, you know, what do I do with it? And once we got the award, I felt obligated. I was like, okay, I got to like, you know, I like owe it to them to make this a good show. (laughs) You know, it's like now I have to like, it's one thing to win the title, but it's another thing to like hold the title and to really like, you know, represent like what it was about, which was media professional of the year. So, you know, all of this is to say is that like, I'm so glad you know, again, just kind of preaching about podcasting and the love and the benefits of it. But, you know, really, yeah, just from a professional standpoint, all of the amazing people I've been able to meet, including you, Jenny Lynn, and then also like just the personal side, like the friends that I've been able to make even locally, thanks to podcasting. So, you know, all this to say is that I agree with everything, (laughs) you know, that you said, and I'm just happy that we're both like, in it together. And I feel like our chemistry has, you know, like with every conversation, I feel like it continues to improve and we continue to, you know, share more of ourselves. And, you know, I think our community really appreciates and loves it. And, you know, again, it's just this whole collective experience where it's like, you don't want to let anyone down (laughs) and you just want to keep going and getting better at it, you know, and I love it. I'm here for it. Oh, me too. For sure. Yeah. It's funny. I always, I can't ever remember our whole closing because I don't have it on my computer, but I, you know, (laughs) the closing statement, statement, the one that is elusive at all times, all times, I never memorize it. Yeah. But you know, that relevant piece of information that that's probably one of the words that sticks out most. And for me, like that has become really an important factor because we are active duty because we've been at this for a while, because I am probably both old enough and have been a military spouse long enough to be seasoned, you know, being able to provide conversations to my people, if you will, is just really life-giving for me. I mean, it's funny when we talked, what was that Tuesday, I guess. And you're like, yeah, Thursday, I don't know if we should cancel, you know, and my whole calendar had just cleared because of something else. And I was like, of course we can keep it. Like I have nothing, you know, there's no other thing on my calendar. Right. I had the same feeling though this morning that I was really grateful to have this here on my calendar because truthfully, it's raining in San Diego right now. It's gray. My kids are over school. I'm over them being over (laughs) school. Like don't feel all that great. Our house is in various stages of packing due to a PCS. And quite honestly, most of life feels pretty darn overwhelming. Mm. So to have like, you know, this to come to and a community to talk with and, you know, to talk with you and to, continue to uncover our similarities is super fun. I mean, I still think how funny it was. We were at mid interview and you're like, wait, you have a sister. And I was like, Oh, two, like actually <laughs> two sisters, you know? And so to met Scott today. Uh, yeah. 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 I, was, I was, it was funny. Cause we were like, you were inviting him to the call and I was like, wait a minute, you guys haven't met yet. Like, it's just, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. You know, I know Matthew's popped in once or twice and waved, but like, you know, to like really get to know you as a person and not just as a podcast host is super fun too. Again, back to that relational piece. Like I'm a very relational person. It means a lot to me to have good quality 
relationships and friendships and to be able to have that and it be like beneficial to other people is really fun. Yeah. It's a fun, like high that you get, or at least that I get where it's like, it's like, wow, like this is fulfilling for me, but this is also fulfilling for them. You know, it's like what you said, it's very like life-giving, you know, to do what we do. And it's just been very beneficial on a personal and even a professional level, you know, and with everything going on in the world, it's nice to kind of be in this bubble of like hope and open conversation in a time where it feels like it's so hard to just have an open conversation with people nowadays, you know? But yeah, anyway, I love podcasting overall and I've talked about it extensively, like in other places, just talking about the benefits of it. And to be quite honest, I think that more people should do it. I think that like, even just for the networking aspect, it's, it's amazing. Like the people that you'll meet just because I think everyone has a story to share. And then if you give them a microphone to do it, it's like, I think that people favor you more, you know, when you make them feel seen, heard and valued and everything. And, and it makes me feel good knowing that I could provide a platform where people can feel that way, you Mm -hmm. know? So yeah, it's just life giving all around and so many different layers. I have yet to figure out what the negative, the negative side is, or the negative effects are podcasting, but I I don't, I haven't discovered it yet. (laughs) So so I'm gonna keep going because it's good. We'll cross our fingers. It stays that way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if you're listening to this and you ever thought about podcasting, I thought I would mention is that I'm involved in a lot of like podcasting communities online. And I just have to say, it's like, I'm just always surrounded with supportive people. Like there's this big Facebook group I'm a part of where it's just like people can ask questions and people get flooded with answers. And, you know, in in all the conferences that I've been to that's podcasting related, it's just been like nothing but supportive. So it's just, you know, good people exist and there are people that want to uplift you. They do exist. And if you're looking for a place to get started, I recommend that you look into podcasting because it's just been so fruitful for me on so many levels. And even the community behind it are just all like really, really good people. Anyway, this is not really a show about like why you should podcast. No, (laughs) (laughs) or maybe it is, maybe it is, but let's go ahead and talk about our hopes moving forward, Jenny Lynn, because we talked extensively like offline of, you know, what we're hoping for moving forward. But I want to start with you. Like, what are your hopes when we come back in season five? More friends. I mean, so I started on season three kind of off and on. It wasn't quite, we didn't have quite the rhythm we've had this season. Um, You know, and it was really like getting my feet wet and showing up and trying to figure out like what my role in space was here. Because for the record, I still handle none of the production. Please don't email me. I cannot answer any of your questions other than um, point you back to Jen. And honestly, I like it that way. But, you know, as we rolled through season four, like there's a as a very relational person, you know, I feel a very strong like stake in what happens here and like how this goes and who we talk to and the conversations we get to have. And so it was fun in season four to bring on a lot of people that I've met in my own military life and to get to amplify their stories, as you're saying, like everybody's got one. And I think it's fun to be able to provide those 30 to 45 minute clips of somebody's and, and talk with them. And then to highlight the similarities. I mean, like the gentleman we had on this morning, he's older than both of us. He's also a he and we're she's and, you know, but the part no one else is going to hear is that we had to stop the podcast because I was crying. (laughs) And, you know, because the things he said touched 
a part of my story, yeah, you know, and, and a part of your story. And that for me going forward in season five is what I continue to hope to do is to continue to bridge gaps, both within like the military communities. I mean, I think that's the other part that has been really fun for me is we have not had a plethora of Navy folks on and like the Navy is like my swim lane, like as is yours, which is ironically really funny. Like we both come at this from a Navy background and we have a lot of, (laughs) of army folks, you know? So for me, it's been like bridging the service gap, like Mm -hmm. learning that there are some differences, obviously land and sea, but also like (laughs) just a little, (laughs) little, you know, big boat, little boat. But also, you know, just the similarities, like in listening to the people talk and, you know, the spouse stories and even the service member stories, like just to see how much in common we all have, I think for season five, like going forward with that all in mind is where I continue to want to drive at because it's so rewarding for me personally. And my hope is that it's rewarding for the person on the other side of this, who's listening to this, that they find whatever our closing is, some relevant piece of information. <laughs> I, have it, I have it in front of me. So <laughs> I got it ready. So in case anyone's wondering, because neither of us have memorized this yet, it goes, we hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant story so that you can continue you to make go. confident and informed decisions for you and your family. And I chose those words very specifically and thoughtfully because I really think, you know, very often I hear in our community and even in my own personal experience of the military life that we were just lacking all of that. You know, we were lacking knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for the military family. And therefore, a lot of times it was just kind of going through the motions of that military life and really on holding down the forts. We want you to make confident and informed decisions for you and your family. We want you to feel like what every decision you make in this crazy military life is purposeful and meaningful and that you're not just going through the motions because before you know it, it's going to be over. And then what are you going to do from there? Like you're going to have to wake up eventually in the post-military life. And I think if you don't have that mindset early on, it's going to be difficult for that transition. And so, you know, it's important, like it's important for me to be able to amplify our stories and, you know, create that relevancy and know that like, you're not alone. And it just means a lot that it's resonated with you as well, Jenny Lynn, and even you personally and professionally have benefited a lot from really what the show is about. And so, you know, you're like my immediate feedback to what I was hoping to accomplish. You know, it's like, oh, this is all I wanted. Like, I just wanted, like we hear so often, even our business at US Vet Wealth, like we hear so often just how little the spouse knows, even about their finances, you know? And it's heartbreaking because a lot of the benefit the spouse, (laughs) you know? And so it's just important to us to just let you all know what is available to you. And Mm -hmm. to even have a podcast or a resource such as this podcast to take with you wherever you go, you know? Mm -hmm. And knowing that, just like what you said earlier, Jenny Lynn, that we have more in common than we do, than we do not, you know, and it's just, I don't know if that was grammatically correct, but <laughs> then we do not, but anyway, we have more in common is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, that is kind of funny. I didn't realize that a lot of our guests were like, you know, like on the army side, I just put it out there. I put the guest <laughs> application out there and people sign happen to sign up and then that's who we get. But you think we'd have more Navy representation on here but I guess we didn't. Actually, there was a conversation that I had with seasoned spouses that on the day you weren't available and it was three of them. And I believe they were all Navy. So I'm planning on bringing them back because they were just so fun to talk to. And I think we're just going to have like a ball, just like, (laughs) 
like talking in the future, but they definitely, from what I recall, they definitely represented the Navy side that day because they kept referencing themselves as sailor wives and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, representation. Um, but uh, anyway, I was just rambling. I think the other thing that I, I love about this is that because we talk about those resources and relevant information through story, it's so easily digestible for a community right. that often gets information by fire hydrant. Like, you know, yeah. yeah, we have a ton of resources available and we have a ton of organizations willing to help with this, that, and the other. And also when you get fed it at a pre-deployment brief or a post-deployment brief or, you know, a conference where you're literally handed 10,000 flyers and pieces of paper and none of those may be a thing you need right that minute. Yeah. It, it feels impossibly overwhelming to decipher which one of those is right for you. And so, you know, as we move forward into season five, like keeping that in mind that like being a resource through story, because yeah. that's really where the connection is made. It is always fascinating to me as a writer that when, you know, a thousand of my words go out on the internet, who comments on them? Because it's never the people that I, I mean, there are always like a couple of my friends who are like, oh, another good piece, you know? Oh, thanks. <laughs> but like, it's, there's also always the comments that like, like, oh, you either didn't know that person read or listened to you, or you wouldn't realize that something in there was going to resonate with them because on the surface, you just look really different. And yeah. I continue to be pleasantly surprised at how much story connects people and allows yeah. them, you know, into community and allows good conversations to happen. So you know, season five, I'm looking forward to a lot more of that, of sharing those snippets of story that allow our listeners to see themselves and go, oh yeah. And when they're having, you know, we talk about mental health all the time Yeah. when they need help with their mental health, they go, oh yeah, they always talk about, you know, and can come back and look at the vast list of resources we have. Or yeah. There's a lot, the there's other. a lot of episodes. I feel like this should be like a mental health focus show for some reason, but yeah, we talk about it a lot. I guess because you and I love it first and foremost, and I guess we just tend to attract things we like. And <laughs> well, and it's really relevant. I mean, I feel like we're finally moving toward a place where it is becoming a lot more acceptable for people mm -hmm. to say, "Hey, I need help." And if you and I can be those voices that go, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's not weird to go. Like, I mean, I've talked about my mental health on here multiple times, but in, in case no one has heard it all together, I've been in therapy individually for most of my time as a military spouse, because it's hard because there's yeah. a lot of loss and a lot of grief and a lot of transition and being in therapy is what is what has helped me make it to be a seasoned spouse. We've also been in family therapy. We've yeah. also been in couples therapy, you know, and I mean, you share your story quite a bit too. And I just, yeah, we talk about mental health because it matters and because it's important and because we don't want the number 22 to be any higher. In fact, we'd like it to be a lot lower. Yeah. Yeah. Beautifully said. And, you know, I think that a lot of what is lacking in the community is access to 
quality mental health resources, I think. And so, yeah, we just happen to talk about it a lot because, you know, I think about when my dad had served in the eighties and nineties, we didn't talk about mental health. Like it was like, so taboo. It's like my dad only got counseling because he had to, like he was, he had to, because of what he did at that time to get kind of forced into it from what my family tells me. But now it's like, it's just so nice that we can look at mental health, like going to the gym, you know, like taking a shower, (laughs) like it's, it's needed. It's, it's, you know, your mental health is your physical health because how you feel ends up showing in your actions, in your skin, you know, like if you're stressed, you know, at least for me, it comes out of my skin, you know, and oh man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Good. It's not just me. (laughs) I'm not the only one that breaks out. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. And so mental health is physical health. And so, you know, we can't stress it enough. And we've definitely had so many guests in the past, just talk about the importance of like meditation, you know, yoga, (laughs) like water, you know, like there's so many things that go into taking care of our mental health and physical health that it's just been so great to have guests come on who advocate for that, you know, for our community. And I'm just, you know, again, I'm just, I'm here for all of it. And uh, just like what you said for season five, I very much look forward to deepening our relationship with past guests. There's definitely a number of them where I'm like, you need to come back on, (laughs) you know? So that's what I hope to do in the next season is to you know, bring them back, get an update on what they're up to and how they're doing, how they're thriving in the military life or even post-military life. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And, you know, one thing that I've come to find throughout the seasons and even what we're realizing at our own work here at US Vet Wealth is that, you know, Scott and I just really have a special place in our heart for career military families. Part of that is because my family was a career military family. And it seems like in our work, the people that tend to be most responsive to even thinking about financial planning are the seasoned families or the career military families, because at that point you have families and you're thinking about your legacy. You're thinking about that transition. And you're not just thinking about that transition for yourself, but you're thinking about your family and how they're going to transition with you, you know? And so it just seemed like it all came into alignment, I feel like. And then you being a seasoned spouse yourself, Jenny Lynn, I just feel like we're really honing it in, (laughs) you know, with the show. I feel like everything is like coming together. And I think that But in season five, we're definitely going to be a lot more focused. We're going to be more specific in regards to like the type of guests we bring on in addition to our past guests. But overall, I think you all are in for a treat for the next season. I think it'll be more heartfelt. I think there'll be more stories to be told and more relevant (laughs) knowledge, resource and stories for all of you. (laughs) I'm always trying to throw in the closing statement because obviously we haven't had it memorized even four seasons later, but... (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) So part of why we are going to be taking a break is because Holding Down the Four is going to expand its website. So we actually plan on creating a blog section where we have, I mean, I haven't like mapped it all out yet, but we hope to have like, for example, contributing writers, you know, who want to be a part of this and maybe they aren't as excited to speak on a mic, but they communicate better through writing. And so we want to be able to provide that opportunity to our community and to, you know, people who are getting to know our community for the first time. So we're excited to be expanding the website before season five, you know, continuing to have more written content for all of you. Still the same theme in mind, the relevant knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for all of you. Just going to be more in text form. And Jenny Lynn, you're a writer and a blogger. So I thought I'd ask you, are you excited? (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We've talked about lots of expansion options when, when the good idea fairy has struck. Um, no, I mean, I think a, a place for people to land where, I mean, let me be honest. I really love the podcasts that have like the transcript because if I want to go back and like pull something from it, I love it. So, I mean, I love words. You're never going to find anybody that loves words any more than I do. So I think adding, you know, written things that you can look up quickly and things like that, it's going to yeah. be very beneficial. Yeah. And speaking of which we do plan on adding transcript to our show actually. So for people who are more of a reader, like you mentioned, they'll be able to have that option or read along, you know, as they listen to the podcast. I know for myself, I use a third-party program to like, once I have Dennis edit, I don't know if like Dennis ever wants me to say his name out loud. Like he usually edits it out, but anyway, I'm just going to say my editor in case Dennis doesn't want his name mentioned. but I feel like we say it so much. He keeps it in there. <laughs> anyway, typically what Dennis does is he'll send me the first draft or the first draft of the audio editing he did. And then I will take it onto a transcript program I use called otter.ai, which is a free program. Anyone can get it up to 500 minutes for free every month. It's really cool. But anyway, what I do is I get it transcribed. And then as I'm re-listening to it, I'm reading along and I realize how much that would benefit our listeners. And so, you know, moving forward, that is my hope. I do want to mention that like a lot of times transcripts aren't perfect. They're usually AI generated, at least what we use. So I just want to give you all a heads up that even if we're going to use transcript, just know that it's not going to be perfect. And it's best that you read along as you listen to the podcast. But either way, that'll be a fun thing to you know, provide for our listeners that are looking for that extra engagement. You know, I know for me, when I have Kindle, I also like to get the audio book. So then the audio can like <laughs> read for me as I'm reading, you know, a Kindle book. And I appreciate it. Cause it's like, sometimes I just look at words and I literally, like, I have to have like Siri read it for me, for example, because I just, I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's because I've just become this crazy podcaster that I can't just like look at words and read it. Because you listen to things on like two times speed. <laughs> that is true as well. Yes, exactly. Like I, I'm like, this is too slow for me. We hope that today's episode, like it's just too slow. It's just too slow. So like, <laughs> so you're right. I do listen to my, in case anyone's wondering, I do listen to like everything basically at two times speed, even on my leisure time. Like there was one time I was in the kitchen and I was watching YouTube, one of my favorite like speakers or whatever. And I was playing him at like one, it was like 1.75 speed. Cause he talks really fast. 1.75 speed. And then Scott walks by and he's all like, he's like, wow, you digest your leisure stuff. Like at that speed too. And I was like, well, yeah, I just, I want to get to the point. Like, I want to know what he's saying. Like, you know, like Netflix has recently like added the speed feature in there. So like one of the last things I watched before we canceled Netflix, I think I'm pretty sure we canceled it was Tiger King. And, <laughs> and initially, cause I was, I was actually studying it for a project, by the way, I wasn't like watching it for leisure. Cause I don't know how to take a break y'all, but anyway, likely story. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very true. And I remember I was like trying to get to the first 10, 15 minutes because like this project I was working on recommended to study like the beginning of it because we were studying like investigative journalism and they're like, oh, watch the first 15 minutes. And it kind of like wraps up the whole story. And then it's the rest of the series that really dive into that first 15 minutes. So like I watched it, but I sped it up at like 1.5 and I would have gone faster, Jenny Lynn, but it stopped, like, it didn't let me go over 1.5. So just so you know, I would have gone faster if I had the opportunity, but yeah, that's what I do in my leisure time. <laughs> so that when I finally shut off, like I did that one newsletter I sent, I just don't listen to anything. <laughs> like, 
like it's just like complete silence instrumental music you know to say the least sometimes and so that's a fun fact in case anyone's wondering I love listening to instrumental music when I don't want to like hear anything or hear any words anymore but yeah I mean I don't know where I was going with that but yes I do digest my content really fast because there's just too much going on in life that I don't want to go slow I don't know it's just like a weird I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you things when I move (laughs) I'm gonna teach you I'm gonna teach you the art of not listening to things on 2.5. Well, okay. You could try. You could try. I know you're a teacher, so maybe it'll actually work, but I'll just slowly rub off on you. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I need to learn to comfortable over there, not doing anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you'd think I'd be on like anxiety pills or something, but I'm, I'm not, I think coffee is like my, my drug or something. And, but yeah, I guess I'm glad that I haven't resorted to anything yet. Although maybe I do need something, but anyway, mental health check-in for you <laughs> anyway. So yeah, looking forward, I'm going to like totally change the subject. So moving forward, I, I'm actually, actually Jenny Lynn, I'm looking forward to more conversations like this, you know, like I'm just looking forward to us being more candid because I know that just listeners love listening to co-hosts just kind of go off. And I know that even what I learned in the podcasting community is that like, you know, people come for the guests, but they stay for the hosts. And Mm -hmm. I'd like to believe that we have a pretty good chemistry at this point and people like us. And I just want to continue to have open conversations like this about our individual journeys and what we're doing on the podcast, what we're doing in our separate lives and just have a good time. Like we literally like barely had an agenda today and I feel like we've been having a good time. So (laughs) I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. So website. Yeah. So we will have, we'll be expanding new website coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, So coming soon. So I'm going to be spending a lot of my time doing that in the off season. And until then, I want to encourage all of you to visit our website, our current website, which will still be the same domain, holdingdownthefortpodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter if you haven't already, because the newsletter is just a great way for me to stay in touch with all of you and let you know like what is going on, you know, right now, what's the most updated thing that's happening on the show, recommended resources from you know, guests we've had in the past. So it's really just a great way to like check in and be like, Hey, what are they up to outside of the podcast? You know, really sign up for that newsletter. Again, you can check out either the show notes of this episode or visit the website, holding on the podcast.com. Other than that, Jenny Lynn, I feel like we should say more stuff, but I, I feel like we covered a lot and yeah, I mean, I have to remember that this is supposed to be our last episode. So for season four. So I just want to share with all of you, you know, let's wrap up with uh, gratitude, Jenny Lynn. That, that's what we'll do. Ooh, gratitude. Yeah. So I am just grateful for the show. And if anyone is listening to this for the first time, you know, holding down the forts started for a number of reasons. First and foremost, I was trying to reinvent myself in the East Coast. I left San Diego. I lived there for 20 years after my dad had served So like we moved there when I was 10 and then I left around 30 with my husband to move to the East coast to work on our business. And rather than telling myself this like really sad story of me living under my husband's shadow, I wanted to find my identity outside of him and come as a whole person, you know, into our relationship and into our business, not just kind of a support for him. Like I wanted to stand on my own two feet. It's not like he ever wanted me to be under his shadow. You know, he actually from the get-go, it was like, it's been really nice because as I start to like kind of come into myself, (laughs) or thank you. I'm like losing my words now because it's like 7.30 here. So as I start to come into my own, (laughs) as I start to come into my own, um, he would get really excited. Cause he'd be like, he's like, that's the Jen I know. 
That's why I fell in love with you. That's why I work with you. That's why I do all this. Like, like that's who I wanted. I wanted you, not Scott's wife. I wanted Jen, you know, and it's been such a transformative experience for me to go back to my gold star family story and truly embrace that story and really like understand what that means today and how I can help our families today, you know, not just like on this podcast, but even the work that we do for us vet wealth. And so I really started this as a way to find my identity outside of the veterans that I was working with. Like basically they're all veterans, a lot of masculine energy going on very go-getter mentality. And I mean, I I think I have a very go-getter mentality, but I also have that feminine energy of like, wait, let's slow down. (laughs) Let's slow down and, and talk about why we're doing what we're doing, not just, you know, what we're doing and just to, you know, hit our bottom line and stuff like that. So, you know, holding on the four, once it started, it really became a crash course for me for what the military community looks like today. So I've had the opportunity of just talking to, you know, people from all walks of life in the military community and those for the military community. And of course, as the seasons went on, I started to get a better idea of who I was meant to serve. And so, you know, fast forward to today, you know, moving forward into season five, I hope to continue to nurture the relationships with, um, let's say, past uh, season spouses and, you know, the organizations and people who support our career military families. And I think it's just very fitting considering, you know, Jenny Lynn, that you are a seasoned spouse. So again, going back to what I said earlier, it's just like all coming together and, and it all just like makes sense. And I think we're in for a beautiful surprise for season five. I'm just really excited for what season five is to bring because of the journey that I've personally been through. And then now, you know, you having been a part of it so far in the last two seasons, Jenny Lynn, I just keep thinking of like all this energy coming together. It's become like a strong laser. (laughs) And just like, that's what I feel like is happening. You know, it's all this energy coming together to be like this really strong laser that's going to like shoot out and hopefully not hit anyone. But like, if I do hit anyone, it's like in a positive, beneficial way. I try really hard to come up with really good analogies. And that's the best one I can come up with in this very moment. So anyway, you are analogizing us. That's the word (laughs) I use when Matthew tells stories, he tells them through analogy too. Yeah. Yes. (sighs) Gratitude. As you were talking about, you know, Scott really kind of cheerleading for you to be you. I was very much reminded of how much Matthew does that for me. Like he has always been my best cheerleader and always been, you know, the guy going, this is your lane. Like you do, you can do this and this. And and for me, I am so grateful for the podcast because what I set out to do unintentionally, you know, was to share my story. And I started that a couple of years ago, doing it on a blog and, you know, never really had a plan for it. Just kind of shared what was on my heart and mind and would post every couple of months or so. And then I honed that down. (laughs) There you go. Um, You know, like a laser. (laughs) Yeah. Honed it down like a laser became more intentional about it and really tried to set a rhythm and, you know, kind of learned all the things about blogging and posting and went to some writing conferences and really felt like I had this story that was going to be a book. And that is where I put all of my focus. I probably have 40,000 words of a would-be memoir in various spots on my computer that I have long considered the thing I thought I was supposed to do. Mm. Uh, And in talking with a mentor recently and kind of bemoaning like, oh man, I've started this stupid memoir like five (laughs) times. That's why I got like 40,000 words in all different places. 
really kind of beating myself up for never having finished that, you know, let's not, mm-hmm. let, let's totally ignore that we're in a pandemic. I have two children. I homeschool. I work full time, right. <laughs> podcast on the side, like right. on and on and on, you know, I haven't worked on the book and I was really like, oh, man, what am I doing with my life? Like I have this whole thing. <laughs> and she's like, Jenny Lynn, like you literally talk about military mental health as a job. People pay you to do that. Right. You're very passionate about that. That is what you were actually going to write about. Like that is such a fundamental part of your story. And she's like, and you talk to people like three times a week, you know, kind of about that thing on the podcast. And I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> neat. <laughs> like, and so for me, like, this has just become such a fun part of the journey that I never, uh, never intended to have. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm 38, like, <laughs> Not that that's old, but you know, podcasting wasn't a thing when you like sit in your senior year of high school and go, what are you going to be when you grow up? Like (laughs) podcasting wasn't an option, right? You know, so to have it be such an integral part of my life today and such a fun and meaningful part is what I'm really great. That was a really long answer for what I'm grateful (laughs) for. Like I'm a writer. I got a lot of words. It was perfect. (laughs) It was perfect. It was enough. It's not like we're like limited on time right here. So we're good. We're good. Well, thank you for sharing that, Jenny Lynn. I think it was just, you know, beautifully said. And I think it represents like what military life is, is it kind of takes you in all these different directions and, you know, you evolve into a different version of yourself with every PCS. And even though we didn't plan to be here, I mean, literally like two years ago, I didn't plan to be a podcaster. I only started (laughs) podcasting like two years ago, like less than two. I think I started like summer, like June 2019, you know, and it's barely that time yet. Like to think about how much podcasting has dramatically changed my life since then, it's astounding. And I'm very proud of myself for that. And, you know, and within the short year or two, like you came into my life, you know, and I'm just so happy to hear that it's been such a delight for you and a, a fruitful experience. And again, it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning is that it's so like life-giving to so many people, including ourselves. And it's great. Like, I mean, I think we could sit here all day, just continuing to share our gratitude. You know, I will be slightly sad that we'll be off season for a while, but I know you and I won't stop talking. (laughs) I look forward to your idea fairies. (laughs) And, you know, I I look forward to like the evolution of this show and what season five is going to look like, because every season has felt different for me personally. I felt like I was a different person at every single time. And again, I'm just so excited to just be like, the better version of ourselves or continuing to be the better version of ourselves moving forward. So yeah, it's like, I kind of don't want this to end because we're going to be gone for a while, (laughs) but remember to remember to our listeners, you know, if you stay in touch with us via our newsletter, you know, we'll continue to keep you updated in the off season. And of course you could always contact like all the show notes have our contact information, Jenny Lynn's email, my email. So just know that like, even though we're off season, we're not off ourselves. Jenny Lynn still works full time. I still work full time. You know, I mean, I'll be working on the website. I just won't be podcast during the off season. And then, yeah. And then the last thing I want to share is if you've been listening to the show for a while and you think that it's time for you to share something, I'm going to keep repeating the closing statement, whether it's a relevant piece of knowledge, resource or relevant, relevant, I'm saying relevant twice. I need to come up with another word for relevant, but anyway, 
If you have something you want to share on the show, just know moving forward that, you know, our focus is going to be primarily on career military families, seasoned spouses. You know, we want to continue to, you know, talk to that demographic. However, you know, it's not to say that you shouldn't try to reach out anyway, if you feel like you have something that you want to share on the show. And I guess that's it. I'm going to miss you all. (laughs) This has been a fun ride. I literally don't know when season five is going to start because I'm going to be working on the website, hopefully by summer, if not sooner. And, you know, my hope is that we'll at least taking a break through PCSing. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. Gotta get to the East Coast. Yeah. Then we'll launch season five. You know what? There you go. Once Jenny Lynn gets settled out here in the East Coast, which if you don't know already, she's coming back home to Virginia. And who knows, maybe our opening interview or our opening episode might be us in person. That might be cool. So we'll see. We'll see. We don't know yet. So we don't know what the future holds. But yeah, definitely reach out to us in the off season, even if we're not podcasting we are still around and yeah that's it i guess like man, us I wish I... share us <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> read us yeah tell so... your friends <laughs> everything that Jenny Lynn said. So of course, if you do like our show, it does mean a lot to us when you leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. If you do have Apple Podcasts, I would prefer that you leave a review there just because it helps with our ratings. It helps us get noticed. If you are not on Apple Podcasts, use something else. Consider leaving a review on Podchaser. That's kind of like the Yelp or Google reviews of podcasting. So that's another outlet in case you don't have Apple podcasts as your, you know, as your preferred listening platform. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Of course, just like what Jenny Lynn said, you can find us on social media. I'm still trying to catch up with like our content from like season three. And so my hope is that by season five, we'll be up to date with all like pushing out all of the past episodes on social media, but please follow us on there and connect with us on there. And that's it. I mean, until then, we want to thank you again so much for being a part of our journey. And we're really excited to see what the next chapter of this podcast looks like. And and that's it. I'm going to read the closing statement one more time. But Jenny Lynn, any final thoughts from you? <laughs> Share us. Tell your friends. All <laughs> yeah. those things. We'd love to hear from you in the off season. Yes. I always absolutely. think it's fun. Yeah. It's like, oh, you listen to us. That's cool. Well, it's not just that. It's not just like the, oh, you listen to us. It's like, because I love the story. Let's be honest. I love your stories. When you reach out and tell us that something that you heard made a difference to you. So if you have any of those, especially in the off season, when we're not like weekly connecting, I would love to hear them. I am. You can find both the show and Jen and I personally all over any social media (laughs) channel you're on. So come say hi. I love that. That's a great way to wrap up is like, you know, reach out to us because you want to share your story, even if it's just a direct message us and tell us like what the show has meant to you. So, all right, here we go. Jenny Lynn, final closing. This is the last thing I'm going to say before we wrap up. And who knows? I don't know if it'll be updated for season five, but until then, we hope that today's episode, this is, we always crack up at the end of this. Okay, here we go. With that said, (laughs) we hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant story so you can continue to make confident and informed decisions for you and your lovely family. With that said, we look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time.